to day 333 of Shaped by the Word, season three. We're continuing our way through the prophets. And we find ourselves in the interesting passage today as we get to Ezekiel 47. We're going to see this river flowing kind of from the temple. And, and man, and Matt's going to give us all the details on it. But there's so much going on here. Um, you know, we get to see these kind of glimpses of this, this river of life and you know, as Israel's getting restored, you know, life's getting restored and the Lord's doing this great work. And so there's these glimpses of of kind of Eden and, and, and everything that was there. But there's also some glimpses of even in, in Revelation 22, you see what they call like Eden restored. And we get to get even a glimpse of that. And I just wanted to read before we look at Ezekiel 47, just read this little, um, this little passage out of Revelation 22 that in so many ways parallels mm-hmm what we're about to read. Um, but John gets this vision in, in, in Revelation 22. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life as clear as crystal flowing from the throne of God and the lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life bearing 12 crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the trees are for the healing of the nations. No longer will there be any curse. And so in many ways, we're going to see kind of a a foreshadowing of that as we read uh, the start of Ezekiel 47. But before we do read, uh, Matt, you mind praying for us as we turn to the word of the Lord? Yeah, let's pray. Father, we are, um, again, grateful for your word, grateful for all that you do in it and and through it. Uh, Father, we, we ask that uh, you would be with us as we read. And uh, Father, give us a, a deep encouragement uh, through this time together. And we thank you for the, the technology that enables this to, to happen, that we are able to, as your body, uh, read your word together uh, to be renewed and restored and uh, to be reminded of this great hope that we have uh, where you are at work restoring all things. And um, not only seeing that in Ezekiel, but being pointed forward to, to Revelation as well. So, Father, open our eyes to, to behold wonderful things in your word uh, today, and uh, would you be glorified? It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. All right, Ezekiel 47. The man brought me back to the entrance of the temple, and I saw water coming out from under the threshold of the temple toward the east, for the temple faced east. The water was coming down from under the south side of the temple, south of the altar. He then brought me out through the north gate and led me around the outside of the outer gate facing east and the water was trickling from the south side. As the man went eastward with a measuring line in his hand, he measured off a thousand cubits and then led me through the water that was ankle deep. He measured off another thousand cubits and led me through the water that was knee deep. He measured off another thousand and led me through the water and that was up to my up to the waist. He measured off another thousand, but now it was a river that I could not cross because the water had risen and was deep enough to swim in, a river that no one could cross. He asked me, son of man, do you see this? Then he led me back to the bank of the river where where I arrived there. I saw a great number of trees on each side of the river. He said to me, this water flows toward the eastern region and, and goes down to the Arabah where it enters the Dead Sea. When it empties into the sea, the salty water there becomes fresh. Swarms of living creatures will live wherever the river flows. There will be large numbers of fish because this river flows 
there and makes the salt water fresh for where the river flows everything will live fishermen will stand along the shore from the in gedai and in galaim there there will be places for spreading nets the fish will be of many kinds like the fish of the mediterranean sea but the swamps and marshes will become will not become fresh they will be left for salt fruit trees of all kinds will grow on both banks of the river their leaves will not wither nor will their fruit fail every month they will bear fruit because the water from the sanctuary flows to them the fruit will serve as food and their leaves for healing and so yeah so much imagery so many symbols but at, at, at the core we see this this river that brings life and in this life it, it makes the salty things fresh it, it provides food but even its leaves are, are for healing and mm-hmm. so again you know if you look at the biblical narrative and, and even kind of the majority of the words of the prophets that they remind us time and time again that, that something is broken, something has gone wrong, and something needs to be fixed. And here we see the heart of the Lord to come and to restore and, and to renew and, and to bring healing where it's needed. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, as we've said many times, these are these are words of hope to the people, and, and they're also words of hope for us today. Mm-hmm. And so as you look at the first half of Ezekiel 47, um, what's grabbing you guys? I think again, it's good to think of the context and just put yourself as much as we can in the position of the people um, during exile, um, hearing about something like this. And you just think about how dead they must have felt as a people. And um, I mean, I picture like the Valley of Dry Bones, like the dryness of their, their faith and their relationship with their God. And so it's easy for us to kind of feel that longing just with how dry and um, dead it gets in the summer here in Austin, <laughs> like our grass uh, needs water. And um, so we, we can kind of relate to just the physical aspect of needing that, ref- that time of refreshment, that, that water that brings life. Um, but I can imagine just how, how encouraging that would be to be, Uh, reminded of how God is the source, like from God comes this river of life that brings life. Um, And so it's, I think one thing that's important to remember in this passage is where is this water coming from? And it's coming from the temple where God kind of resides, where his presence resides and so he alone is the source of this life and it brings such life like generation after generation um and so and it's the the trees are in season all the time all the time every single month it's not just like psalm 1 where the fruit bears or the the trees bear fruit in season the the trees actually bear fruit season after season and it doesn't even matter because they're they're finding their source um, from the river, source of life. Yeah, that's, you know, if you could kind of think through that maybe the imagination of Israel, and we see it a lot in the Psalms, you know, that that river is plays a huge part in the thriving and the life of, of something, right? Or the city or the land. And, and 
You think of uh, Psalm 46 says, there's a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. Psalm 65, uh, 9 and 10 says, you care for the land and water it, you enrich it abundantly. The streams of God are filled with water to provide the people with grain. For so you have ordained it. You drench its furrows and level its ridges. You soften it with showers and bless its crops. And so just this idea of, you know, a river flowing, um, bringing life to the land and, and causing flourishing to happen. And so Ezekiel sees, you know, from the, the threshold of the temple, and then John sees it actually coming from the very throne of God, this living water that flows down. And, you know, mm-hmm. the, the further it flows, the deeper it gets, the, the you know, brings life to the Dead Sea. You mm-hmm. think of the Dead Sea being the, the place where there there is no life, nothing flourishes, and until you know, the, the river that flows from the throne touches it and all of a sudden life, you know, it comes not just, you know, a little bit of life, but an abundance of life. You know, so, so seeing those images, um, when you think about the restoration, I think even if you read John 4, I think Jesus is alluding to this text, you know, mm-hmm. pointing us to the reality that in him is the, the streams of living water. Mm-hmm. He is the one who brings life and so seeing those images developed, you know, captures our imagination, causes us to look forward to to Revelation 22 and being reminded that, you know, the, this life, this this restoration of all things that's coming, you know, comes mm-hmm. from the very throne of Jesus. Yeah. And where are we, where are we trying to find our life? Where are we trying to find that satisfaction? And only, only in him can, can flow the the, the actual living water. And um, when I say that loud, it sounds, it just doesn't do the idea justice. Um, so my prayer just for myself is just that I would remember and always go back to the source of, of where, where this life comes from. No, it's uh, almost as if the, the Lord has like this grand big story he's <laughs> he's un- unfolding and he's invited us in he's given us all these wonderful images uh, to give us these other these kind of other angles to see him and, and look at him and yeah he's the one that gives us life mm-hmm. um and, and he he's done it in, in the form of a river in the sense of providing us everything we need and so he is so faithful he is so good mm-hmm. and he has given us exactly what we need and and so what a definitely a prayer for us to be a people who are are dependent on him and and thankful to him for all that he has given us and so let me pray to that end father we thank you that just like the river here um you've given us life and you've given us life in a way that's restorative you've you've taken us um for me and the people um who were far from you who didn't honor you and didn't love you and and, and you've renewed us and, and you've made us your people. You've, you've given us new hearts, um, all in your grace. And so may we be a people who, uh, who enjoy you, um, continually come back to you, the river of life, um, especially when we become dry. And we pray this all in the wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. Mm-hmm.